I mean, these are the things that I think about. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be, and welcome to It's So Real. What's your boy, O? And your girl, Rocky. What's good? So hold on a sec. I clicked something, and I don't want to mess up the recording. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're recording. We're good. All right. Go back to the live. My bad, y'all. <laughs> See, this is why I get for pressing buttons on O's computer. <laughs> but uh, today's episode, Healthy Relationship Series Part 1, the beginning of our Healthy Relationship Series. Yeah. I'm so excited this to do this series. This is going to be a long one. Yes. And, like, the reason I wanted to do the series is because... You know, I'm a associate marriage and family therapist. Now, while I see a lot of individuals and O sees a lot of couples, couples like we right got to break down a healthy relationship because a lot of people don't know. It's true. So, you know how we do. Well, why don't we share this on the podcast? So, and that's, that's the, the podcast form. This episode, healthy relationship series. That's how you're doing it. And this episode is what is a healthy relationship? Very important question that rarely gets asked, I think. It's like, a, I guess people just have a lot of assumptions. Well, we don't really have a questioning culture either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a good thing if you question True. things. Long so, line. Yeah. <laughs> it is, because I told you it is, you know? Yeah. yeah. That is true. But, um, yeah. Cause and that's the thing. It's like, and we'll talk about this later. But what were you shown? Your parents are your first teachers. What were you shown? They show you how to communicate. They show you how to express emotion. They show you how to regulate or lack of regulation with your emotions. They show you how to communicate. They show you how to be in a relationship or what to expect in a relationship. Mm -hmm. How to parent. Like your your parents show you everything before you're even conscious that you're registering it. Until it shows up in your relationships, in your parenting. Like, it shows up. Unless you are adamant about, what the fuck did I learn? And do I want to be about that? Or do I want to do something different? Yeah, it's up to you to change. Um, If you do see, like, the stuff that you learn as being negative. Mm -hmm. uh, But if they're positive, Mm -hmm. then it's up to you to continue those same traditions and Mm -hmm. same habits. So that the next generation can get the same benefits that you do. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about the choice, though, and mm-hmm. awareness, which is why <laughs> we is need key. to teach, and we're here to tell y'all what, you know, should be, I uh, we think, mm-hmm. at least, the, the qualifiers for actually good relationship, a healthy relationship. Now, mind you, because I had this thing with um, a client's parent, so I see the teenager and the parent, she was yelling at her daughter, which made her daughter didn't, she didn't want to talk to her mom because she was yelling at her. So I was like, you know, explaining how you have to regulate your emotions and walk away and not put that on your daughter because that's your emotions. That's not her, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you can talk to her and talk about the conflict or the issue, but you yelling at her is you. That's because you can't control your emotions. You don't understand what you're really feeling because usually it's not anger. 
is hurt, disappointment, something like that. Yeah. So, so then she like got triggered because I'm calling her on her shit and was like starting attacking me. Like, didn't your parents yell at each other? And I'm like, just because it's the norm doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. And that's the whole point. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff that we get used to that, you know, it's just not healthy habits or mm-hmm, behaviors mm-hmm. at all. Uh, it's a lot of toxic stuff that. Yeah. And we don't know any better because, yeah. again, our yeah, parents just learn from their parents. Unless you pick up a book. You know, unless you have awareness within yourself, within your relationship, unless you actually do work towards what you want, mm-hmm. you're just going to do the same pattern. Or unless you say, this is what I'm not going to do, <laughs> even to some of them. But sometimes people say that and still end up. So, but anyways, that is why we got to the topic of today. Yes. <laughs> um, so, oh, what is a healthy relationship? How do you define a healthy relationship? Well, I'll start by saying nobody's definition of a healthy relationship is perfect because mm-hmm. it's very much unique to the persons or persons, person or persons involved in a relationship. Like everybody who's involved in however dynamic it is Mm -hmm. they have a definition of what uh, a a good relationship looks like however we will address some definitions of healthy relationships that are not healthy universal yeah some universal things are red flags and some universal things are are, uh, I think qualifiers like just across the board Mm -hmm. for for healthy relationships as well um, All right, so, so yeah, that so being it's, said, it's, it's and, and I'm going to, um, mm. we're going to give both of our definitions, right. but I'm also going to bring in other people's definitions of what they gave me from social media, so. Yes, we're going to try to give you a, a broad spectrum of yeah. what, what a healthy relationship looks like, mm-hmm. so that way you can also, like like I said, personalize it and make it unique for what you want. And oh, what you and that's what I was saying, like, um, when I was telling that parent that, like, I was talking to my supervisor about it, and he was like, you may have to give like books as a source for what you're saying but it's like and i was telling him i was like a lot of what i've learned isn't from a book it's from me reflecting and processing all of my experiences in my life to the point that i'm like nah that's not that's not loving that's not kind you know like i'm you know i'm questioning things so that being said i do have an article that i'll share with you in a minute about uh what goes into creating a healthy relationship. There's also this book that I got but didn't read <laughs> because it has a lot of stuff I already know, so it's it's hard to read. But anyways, Mindful Relationship Habits, 25 Practices for Couples to Enhance Intimacy, Nurture Closeness, and Grow a Deeper Connection by S.J. Scott and, <laughs> I thought it said Barbie, Barry Davenport. <laughs> That's Barry, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Just with I instead of Y. All right, so sources, but a lot of it is just repetitive stuff. Yeah, that we've noticed, and we're therapists; we see other people's stuff, so yeah, it's pretty easy to recognize yeah. <laughs> for us now. Yeah, those know it. No, we know we was in it. <laughs> we was in it. All right, oh, give us your definition. Um, so yeah, everyone's unique in terms of what is good and everything else like that. But like, I I think a couple of universal, um, just right off the bat characteristics of a good relationship would be uh, the ability to communicate effectively um, the ability to really care about the other person 
well-being outside of your existence and, and what mm-hmm. i mean by that is like if all else were to go wrong like, like let's say you were to die or whatever would you like are you one of those people who's like bitter and like well he or she better not do blah 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 blah, blah or have all these like you know demands or would you want your partner to be happy um it's an extreme example but it really shows up when you look at sacrifices when it comes to maybe job time energy so you answer that question without answering it regardless uh but i just think it's something that you should have like in in the back of your mind when you're thinking of a healthy relationship because that's the it's not i wouldn't even consider it unconditional love i think it's just like it's like an unconditional regard and respect for someone else's um, independence, like outside of you, you know what I mean. Like love, I feel like is, is attached to like the emotion that you feel for the person. Mm-hmm. It's more like a outside of that. Like mm-hmm. regardless of if there's a love there, you just like that person means something to you so much that you want them to be their best self. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's a little deep, but that's that's one of the things I think a, a relationship that's healthy um, consists of. Uh, other stuff that are more general, just uh, being able to. I think joke and have a sense of humor for me at least this is a little bit more personal but I think every relationship needs some bit of levity to it it can't all be serious I don't think Mm -hmm. Uh, so being able to enjoy the person's company uh, I think is a good sign of a healthy relationship and being able to enjoy and share that space rather than have it be like you know a vacuum for one partner uh, over the other so stuff like that Um, I can go on and on, but like those are some like just basic little ones here and there uh, that I think uh, we should pay attention to. Mm-hmm. We'll get over to some other ones obviously throughout the podcast. But what about you? What what would be some of your uh, like just off the top of your head? Some of the ones that you were thinking about when it comes to healthy relationships. So I've been breaking it down like this um, with a few of my clients in kind of this. I believe it's four part. We'll see when I count them. <laughs> but because <laughs> we'll um, a, a lot of times we be dropping bars, as you say them, bars, yes, you drop um, bars. in therapy. And it's like, fuck, I need to write this down so I can write this that's, book. That's, <laughs> no, seriously. We were like just talking about mm-hmm. this before we got on the podcast. Like we often say some very to the point, mm-hmm. breaking it down, bars, yeah. like for real. Um, and it just does it comes from a natural place, which mm-hmm. is, I think, just a gift and a blessing to have. Yeah, uh, sure. So I must appreciate the, the revelations that I have, and mm-hmm. I can, like, express that to the clients. But I also want to share that with other people, so it is going to be, like, uh, an important thing for us going The podcast forward. is one way, but yeah. books are another. Well, yeah, We're trying books, to get this income. Really because I think um, with that perspective, and the way that we break down certain things, mm-hmm. I think it's digestible for a lot of other people who may not other otherwise hear these messages mm-hmm. and get stuff broken down that way. That can actually help them, like mm-hmm. you know, help you break the cycles of mm-hmm. uh, of either like trauma or just bad habits that you've been a- accustomed to. You know. Side note: I wanted to open the show saying Happy Valentine's Day and Happy Black Love Day because oh, uh, that was this week, and I totally forgot. My bad. So Black Love Day is so February 13th. Um, but you just talking about like 
our passion for getting the word out there and mm -hmm. i was like that's why we started this series yeah. and i was like healthy relationships oh it, it was feeling like love this week why oh <laughs> that was all going on in my mind but <laughs> <laughs> well it's good i'm glad you mentioned it because that is important yeah. um, just to recognize like love in, in all its forms mm -hmm. um and also with valentine's day it's it's a very cool like little holiday but it's not the end all be all and it's focused on romantic love yeah there's yeah. with black love what they say it's love for the creator love for self love for family love for the black community mm -hmm. love for mm -hmm. the black race like it's outside of the romantic actually yeah self-love like yeah so all that's why it's always good to celebrate mm -hmm. so that goes into kind of my definition of a healthy relationship and okay. that's number one number one mm. numero. <laughs> oh look and i can't i if you know me you know my spanish is shit <laughs> i couldn't get it out y'all i got that one out number out. or numero yeah. uno <laughs> yeah Ooh. thank you out here numero uno it is impossible to have a healthy relationship without a healthy individual. Boom. Yeah, for sure. When we talking about this, I think we were talking about this with uh, one of my cousins. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my cousin. I'm not going to shout out her name, <laughs> but she knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she want her name out there. Like that. <laughs> but, yeah, we were talking about this over um, was it lunch or dinner, whatever dinner. it was. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she actually brought up, like, what? We asked the question because we were going to prepare for the podcast. You know what it is. So mm -hmm. oftentimes we try to we try to at least involve other people or ask other people questions mm -hmm. to get the input. Yeah. And so when I asked the question, my cousin replied, I think, the yeah, very you, same thing. You like, got to work, you on, gotta yourself. work on yourself first. Like, so without a healthy self or sense you, of self. You're not br you're not going into a relationship to create a foundation of right. health and wellness. That's the whole completely mindset yeah. that we've, we've tried like, to Like, no. You need to complete yourself, become a whole-ass individual as much as you possibly can before exactly. you get into that relationship. Because exactly. if you haven't found what brings happiness and peace to your heart and have checked your own shit and patterns that came, you came from, even within past relationships, it's like... going to come back up on your partner. Exactly. Every time. Process and reflect, people. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you do have to focus on self, mm -hmm. um, focus on your own healing um, in order to figure out your patterns and stuff and, and figure out where you were at fault. Shit, sometimes you are. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, A lot of I know I was. Are. I had to learn to change. Right, no, for real. Like, it, I had to learn for sure especially during like my past relationships. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's definitely stuff that was my fault. And that's, that's the stuff you need to learn to really grow mm -hmm. and evolve and become a better person. Exactly. Um, if you just still putting everything on your ex and you just like, well, da -da -da, and not saying that certain things aren't, you know, on them because yeah. that can happen. Mm -hmm. But there's also some parts that you have to take responsibility for. Um, and that's not like a victim mentality or anything. It's just being able to reflect and see in the how whole picture, right? How you contributed to the whole picture yeah. of your dynamic, mm -hmm. and that's all it is. And, and your ability to do that is going to allow you to grow. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, so that was number one, right? And I would recommend therapy. Therapy is a key. Facts. 
I mean, we talked about our therapy experience like last podcast, right? So or last episode, it was mm-hmm. uh, therapy series. Man, I'm not sure what part we were on. Dang, we were, no. Yeah, we did a whole bunch of parts, but yeah, y'all should definitely check, check out that the last one. part. We actually the talked about um, our own personal journeys with therapy and how mm-hmm. it helped us get through some very rough times. In uh, oh, therapy. everybody, everyone should go to therapy. Everyone should go to therapy. That's what That's it was called. Mm-hmm. So definitely check that one out too. Um. So the second one in how I define, or second part in how I define a healthy Dose. relationship, is. <laughs> healthy communication <laughs> and active listening. Yes. That's crazy important. <laughs> the ability to listen. Like, listen. <laughs> hey. <laughs> but um, you don't have a relationship if you cannot communicate. It's really hard to. I mean, okay. It's going to be very poor. It's, it's a terrible <laughs> relationship where you're mad because you don't feel like you're in a relationship and <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. you don't know where you stand exactly like communication is key ah mm-hmm. so key and active listening mm. so could you break down the difference between active listening and just listen <laughs> or passive listening well I don't even want to say passive I just want like if somebody's right. just like mm, okay. I'm listening <sighs> All right, so you can do it a, mo- a couple of different ways. You can repeat back what the person said. Well, let me break down communication then okay. to show you the listening. So communication, there are four stages of communication, okay? And this is like, we definitely can talk about this in other episodes within the, because um, we're talking about, like, communication mm-hmm. is one of our key episodes. Yeah, it's one of the, like, if we're going to put yeah. in the top three of healthy characteristics of a relationship communication good communication yeah so we'll we'll expand on this but this is just a little preview so there's four stages in communication there's what i'm thinking or what i mean okay then it's actually what i say then it's the receivers what they hear and then it's the receivers what they think i'm thinking so like with O, I have my thought in my head. I'm saying something else. O hears something, and then O thinks about what I'm thinking. Okay. So basically, the communication could have broke down in every step in that. How many times do you not say what you mean? How many times does the person not hear what you said? <laughs> you know. And then intention is huge. And this gets even worse when it comes to technology, like a text. Oh. You can't hear tone. Yeah. So oh. Like, (laughs) you outside could be, you outside? Like, and caps are just not. It's, (laughs) so, yeah. Emojis help somewhat. Yeah, they do. So, or LOL. (laughs) That's why LOL, like, almost on everything. Right. (laughs) Ain't no shade. Ain't no shade. (laughs) LOL. Um, so, yeah. So, listening would be like, ooh. Another bomb for you. <laughs> uh, listening would be listening to understand and not listen to reply. <laughs> yes, that's a, a key. Listen to understand rather than listen to 
just reply mm-hmm. and get your little points. Mm-hmm. Send a game. Because, like, oh, my gosh, so many times I got to break down, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not what she said. Wait a minute, wait a minute. That's what you're, like, I, I would say, like, for them to respond to whoever just spoke, what did they just say? And then when they say their opinion about what they said, I'm like, I'm not asking you your opinion. I'm not asking about your interpretation mm-hmm. of what they just said. I'm asking what did they literally just say? What are the words that are coming out of their mouth? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say. Right. But with practice, mm-hmm. you too mm-hmm. can learn to communicate and actively <laughs> listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so i don't always go in order with this like um sometimes i talk i put as third uh healthy and effective conflict resolution mm. just goes hand in hand with, with communication. communication but mm-hmm. then my fourth one is emotional work so it's like and i know emotional work is a part of the self-healing but it's so important that it needs to be like in the top so that, that's it that's the one thing i'll yeah. mention you'll notice a lot of these things that are starting to intersect but that's just because these are all like it's kind of like part of being in a relationship it's like fluid yeah you know what I mean? it's not linear it's, you know it's not yeah. one of those things where it's like all right well if you do this you're 100 percent guaranteed to like no because no. if you're all the way right on this one side mm. and the other side of the scale you ain't doing shit they're going to tip over on one side when it, when it ain't going to work out. Thank you, Fong. That's my cousin. <laughs> he said we speak in life. <laughs> but, um. So, yeah, you got to. It's, it's yeah. like a whole. Because I, I was going to say, like, you need to do the emotional work in order to have healthy and effective conflict resolution. Go. But then you also need healthy communication and active listening to get to the healthy and effective conflict resolution. So right. I'm going to just say it it's not linear. Work. It's I'm going to just break it down. So (laughs) it's a very nuanced thing. Yeah. So for conflict resolution, let me let me give you this. Mm. Whatever. I don't know what she's thinking. Shit. It was part (laughs) of the thing we were going to talk about later. Fuck. I'm going to break down conflict resolution later. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. She likes to go in order. I I don't. I don't really care. Because if, if we I feel g- like if you're in the moment, you might as well. Fine. But we going to run out of stuff to talk about? No. Okay. So what, <laughs> what we were going to talk about later was um, what people think are healthy relationships that are not actually healthy relationships. Yeah, we could. That's just a segue. Come on. Gotta so gotta my it. point in breaking down healthy and effective conflict resolution is that most people think healthy relationships have arguments, but they do not. Let me repeat, healthy relationships do not have arguments. Healthy relationships have conflict. So, L, please break it down of what's the difference between having an argument and having conflict. So, a conflict, everybody has. It's just a disagreement. Uh, there's something that pushes up against the other person's normal state of being or way of doing things mm-hmm. or way of thinking or way of relating. Mm-hmm. So, boom. That's what a conflict is. It, it could be something as small as where you put your clothes <laughs> or to mm, being on the floor or or, uh. <laughs> <laughs> or being something as serious as like the way that you express yourself emotionally mm. or the way that you um love each other mm-hmm. like so it can it can get down to those things um so that's that's a conflict um an argument 
that's when it's like it, it, it's a certain level of attitude, disrespect, and disregard for your partner when you get into like a uh, argument and you're you know you, you're really getting to a point where your emotions have getting the, gotten the best of you mm-hmm. and you're no longer actually trying to communicate in a way that's effective. It's more so going back to what we were talking about before. You're just trying to score points. You know, yeah. you're not listening to understand at all. Uh, we weren't talking about that on the on the actual show. That was just when we were talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that's all I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that would be the, the differences between the two. Like, and they're very important to understand because it's okay to have conflicts, but like mm-hmm. these arguments, they get to a point where they can even escalate to more uh, physical violence mm-hmm. or just like having those arguments consistently can be emotionally damaging to both partners. So it's not yeah. good. And how many times is it like, okay, we have this original conflict, but then we started yelling at each other. So now I'm mad at how you talk to me. There we go. <laughs> and, and then it starts And spiraling. we still not even resolve the original conflict. Right. Cause like, now it's like, all right, so now you disrespecting me. And now the other person's like, well, now you're not even staying on topic. And that's, now it's like, oh, well, now you want to stay on topic and disregard my feelings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll go over and over. Like, yeah, it's, it's, I, it's just. That, that roller coaster will never stop. So that goes into the emotional work. And the emotional work is one, regulating your emotions. Again, it is not your partner's responsibility, like, for you to control your anger. You need to control your anger. Like,. No, that's that's an indi- that that emotion is inside of you, whether they caused it, triggered it, what have you. That is inside of you, okay. So go chill the fuck out, because if you want to resolve the conflict, you need to have a logical, cool, calm, and collected conversation. And you can't do that when you're emotional. Right. <laughs> People need to learn to take breaks to honestly switch their state of mind. Because when you're, like, in a state of just emotion over, like, flooded with emotion, Mm -hmm. no matter whatever the emotion is, once you're in that state, you're pretty much not using the part of your brain that's logical. You're going to know this before. Yeah, it's emotional. You know, prefrontal cortex right here. And then your anger is ego-centered, so you're not even caring about the other person now. You're all about you at that moment. And being all about you is not always the best thing, especially when you're in an emotional state because you're not really thinking things through. You're very much in that moment of that emotion, mm-hmm. so you're not thinking about the future, past context of the situation. Mm-hmm. You're just really in a a, uh, a blind blank feeling the emotion, blind rage, blind now, sadness, mind you. blind you know, whatever it is whatever hard it is. to regulate your emotions, especially like one of the things that, again, I was taught about relationships is that they have arguments. So like sometimes I'm combative for no fucking reason. Like I will get the logic. And I'm like, fuck, I got to quell this emotion that just wants to be yelling and, you know, arguing for no damn reason. When the logic presented, I'm like, damn, you right. <laughs> like, I feel like a lot of people. Don't admit that they have that. But nah, I felt it. Because I was trying to shove it down. I was like, nah, that's right. That's right. You making no sense. <laughs> you know? I'm like, the logic ain't there. You being emotional. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you gonna hurt the situation. <laughs> I was like, whew. I had to breathe. <laughs> <clears throat> I gotta breathe right now. <laughs> but anyways, regulate your emotions, y'all. That's a part of emotional work. 
The other part of emotional work is identifying your feelings because you got to know what the fuck you're feeling first. And again, you can have multiple emotions at the same time. Right. And then healthy expression of emotion or healthy emotional expression. So, like, if you are angry, go take a run. If you are sad, go journal your thoughts. Whatever it is that you need to do to get that anger out, that uh, energy out in a way that is non-violent. Yeah, it's a healthy expression. Yeah. Exactly. Do it. Again, all this is self-healing and work on self, but it's so key to a relationship and how it impacts a relationship that I had to stand it out. Yeah, it's, it's a lot about channeling your energy for real mm-hmm. in the right direction because... Like you said, we all get into conflicts. We mm-hmm. all get into disagreements. And sometimes there's a, a certain emotion attached to that. It's like, what are you going to do with that energy? Like some of the greatest art ever created mm-hmm. has gone through some type of mm-hmm. sadness or some type of emotion, right, rage, or whatever the emotion may be. Mm-hmm. But they put that into an art rather than putting it into, you know, somebody else's face mm-hmm. or, you know. Yeah, no. Although I, I, pain I, in their body. I hear they have breaking rooms now. I heard about one yeah. in New York where you can just go to the room and, and break, break things. That sounds like so much fun. I would I would want to be angry, though. Like, to yeah. get it out, you know? Like, if I just went for I, fun, it would be went, okay. If I just but broke I'm shit, like, I was all <laughs> fucking skipping <laughs> this shit. Break it, break it, break it. <laughs> and then I'm looking at somebody who really had a fucked up day, and he's like, this motherfucker happy, and he breaking shit. Ah. <laughs> Oh, he, he breaks some more <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, he would want to break my ass. <laughs> shit. I wouldn't blame him. So yeah, I would think. I think if I go to a break room, I'm gonna be actually angry. I'll schedule it out and be just. Okay, to, that you means know. you flying to New York when you're angry. I'm sure they got some out here. Yeah, I don't know. So I'll, create, I'll create my own damn new break phenomenon. room. Shit. <laughs> but, all right. Um. So going into other people's definitions of healthy relationships. Right. Um. When, when you were talking about your definition earlier, you reminded me of relationships having both adventure and security. Mm. Like, you need a bit of both. Mm-hmm. And some people scale tips. They may want more security than, and a little adventure or more adventure and That's a little security. That's very true. It's so important to know that. Yeah. You know? Because you... A lot of people are out here with women and men mm-hmm. who are way more on the side of the spectrum of adventure. Mm-hmm. And or then, way more on the side of the spectrum of security. Right. And they're boring. And, <laughs> I'm like, but they safe, you know? Like, I feel it. And then your partner is providing the other and feeling like, well, why isn't it working? Or why aren't you like, why, why are you taking me? Get rid of the opposite. Like, why are you taking bullshit. me for granted? Like, why are you taking me for granted? Like, I'm doing all these great things. And it's like, yeah, but it's not great for them. Yeah. That's not what they need. So it's like so important to know that mm-hmm. about yourself, mm-hmm. so that you can let that your partner know that, so that they're not wasting each other. That you're both not wasting each other's time. Mm-hmm. That's what knowing yourself is all about. And yeah, you gotta let go of the opposites attract. You want somebody who's similar. To yeah, you. what the fuck? Like, if you're adventurous, you want somebody who's also adventurous. Right. Like, if you are with a over extremely. Sec- security person mm-hmm. you're gonna feel like it's boring because you're the adventurous one like <laughs> yourself. it's okay to have like someone who has some opposite opposite features and things and characteristics that you admire mm-hmm. but to base that whole need like yeah the, your whole need your whole um 
desire and reason for for pursuing and mm-hmm. sustaining that relationship being about an opposite mm-hmm. trait, that's backward. Yeah. That's so backward. <laughs> Um, I also got, um, consistency. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What's the point of doing something and then the next day or week, you never do it again. And <laughs> effort. Mm-hmm. Also got that. Um, let me go to Instagram for It's So Real. Follow us on Instagram. It's So Real. Um, so someone said, oh man, I'm spewing a lot. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if they want me to read their names. Nah, you can just say, yeah. Um, so So, someone on Instagram said no validation by others is necessary. So again, this is what a healthy relationship is. No validation by others is necessary. Healthy communication and a healthy sex diet. Respect. Mm, I like the last part. The respect of the healthy sex diet. That's just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, no validation by others is necessary. I think that goes back into you're not like I. My love language is words of affirmation, so I actually do need affirmation, not validation. I validate myself, um, but affirmations are okay. I mean, that's the point you want to get to. You want to get to a point where you're you not do, you seeking do. nor striving nor needing external validation. You want to get to a point of an internal validation. That's real. So you're not dependent on anybody else. Because once you're dependent on somebody, exactly. what happens when that person's not there? Um, Healthy communication, we've addressed that. Healthy sex diet. <laughs> so I would say everybody has different sexual needs. Um, there's also a difference between sensual touch and sexual touch. Um, Do y'all know about that? So sensual touch know? is like kissing, hugging, cuddling, holding hands, that kind of thing. Sexual touch is anything around the genitals or if there are breasts. But sexual touch can include social touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the ticket, fellas. But sensual touch hint, hint. cannot include sexual touch. <laughs> right. You can I, add on mm-hmm. what we're trying to say. Yes. <laughs> and then respect because, yeah, like that's number one in my um, standards and expectations. Like you will not get anywhere with me if you do not respect me. And usually you can tell from how a man approaches you if you, he respects you or not. Yo, Sade. Nah. Hey, yo, purple shirt. Nah. Purple shirt. Hey, yo, purple shirt. Purple shirt with the phone on the podcast. Looking at me right there on the podcast. What your name is, though? What your name? Don't be laughing. What your <laughs> name is? <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, so somebody else said. Don't give me your number, though. <laughs> healthy relationship is good communication. Boom. Spiritual, like c- spiritual connection. Mm. Physical connection. Mm. Understanding the other's love language. Oh, okay. Somebody's somebody's <laughs> been watching the podcast. <laughs> no grudges. <laughs> Individuality. You don't do everything as a couple. You still have time for yourself. Damn. Pushing each other to grow in the right direction together. Who this? Mutual somebody trust. Their, somebody got their head on right. Yeah. 
So those are the things. And I was like, love it. Those are deep. So as far as the connections, um, it's Hamptonian. Ooh. <laughs> um, as far, shoot your shot, fellas. Shoot it's, your it's shot. Far, no, I, I think I think she in a oh, relationship. Never mind. <laughs> shot got blocked. Shot got blocked. <laughs> but, um, Game over already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think with the connections, it depends on, that's like a personal thing. Like, um, I uh, divide connections as mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, sexual. Um, it could mm-hmm. be a platonic connection, a romantic connection. It could be a kinship conne- connection, a professional connection. It can be like many different types of connections. Um, so that just depends on what you're looking for, what you need in that moment. Like um, being polyamorous, you can like have one partner that gives you maybe mental, emotional, physical connection, but another partner gives you sexual and spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. Like you, you don't have to have it all in one type of thing. Um, so yeah, and then some people like I've been getting into the world of asexuality through science and researching and stuff, and like some people don't want a sexual connection. Yeah, you know, and that's okay. But yeah. they still want and need um, intimacy, which is mm-hmm. different. Kind of going back to the sensual touch. Well, it is a spectrum. So some mm-hmm. like are aromantic, so they don't. So instead of asexual, mm-hmm. not wanting to have sex, they right. don't want to have a romantic relationship. Right. So like because I've been opening my eyes as far as what considers a relationship, because these people may still want some kind of connection in that way, mm-hmm. you know, um, on one of those multiple connections. So it just depends on your own personal thing of what you need in a relationship and that's what really matters like Mm -hmm. you should be living your life for you and improving the quality of the relationships in your life Mm -hmm. that's what matters everybody's outside of that fuck them (laughs) (laughs) right let somebody tell me if you not feeding fucking or financing them fuck (laughs) them and there you have it folks yeah (laughs) Um, understanding the other's love language. So I definitely, definitely recommend, um, Gary, Dr. Gary Chapman's five love languages. Yeah. It's it's a phenomenal book. Um, take the test. They have it online. You can print it out. You can do it online. Um, to find out how you receive love, how you know that you feel loved. And this is where people do that mind reading bullshit. I hate this shit. (laughs) I really, I have to. Force my couples to stop. I know. Oh, they should know. Well, they should have known to said that to me. Why? Right. Why? Why would they know that? People are not mind readers. <laughs> like, why should they know? Music Soul Child had it right. Teach me how to love. Exactly. Like, you are a different person. One, and they're like, oh, they, you got to study should know. me. You should You got to study me and learn me and all that. You got a whole lot of shit going on in your head that you have not communicated. Right. <laughs> your and, actions aren't going at all. And part of your journey is to learn how to communicate your exactly. needs. Effectively. Yes. Jesus. So it's like you can't just put it all on the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you should know this. Well, she should know how to. Uh, no. You got to speak up and say how you need to be appreciated and loved and be in the relationship with the quality of that relationship that you want. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it's going to go by the wayside Mm -hmm. and that's going to be on you. Mm -hmm. Um, so know how you receive love and this doesn't have to just be romantic. It could be how you receive love from your family, from your friends, how you feel loved, you know, 
Um, and uh, Dr. Gary Chapman also has apology languages that I just took the test for and used with a client, and it's very effective. Like apology languages, apology languages, like how you need to be apologized to. And they had like different scenarios. So like some were family, some were loved ones, some were business, and it like definitely differed for me Mm. depending on who. Like business, I don't give a shit. Like whereas my loved one, if you hurt me, like I I need a different type of apology. You know. So yeah. Um, no grudges. Mm. <laughs> this goes. Let's into talk that. about this, it. Let's talk I about just, it. <laughs> what is the point of having a grudge? Um, it feels good. <laughs> what what is the point? It actually really doesn't though. Is it improving your relationship? So what is the point? Some people just really be in their feelings, and it hurts so much, and they feel like... This goes back to what we were talking about before. Um, uh, we kind of discussed it on the last episode, or every time I did, but it came to taking ownership of your part in a failed relationship and not just putting it on the other person. Mm. Because holding that grudge or holding that, like, oh, they did me wrong, it stops you from being... Uh, as self-reflective as you could be and growing and that's the real win is growing and developing and remembering to better yourself and evolve like mm-hmm. that shit feels amazing to know that you're a better person from the experiences of your past rather than letting your past make you bitter in the present you know that doesn't make sense thank you next <laughs> right <laughs> so many good songs mm-hmm. <laughs> about relationships <laughs> Um, mm, I forgot what I was gonna say. Right, right. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, what he said. Oh <laughs> yeah, I was, I was reading. Okay, okay. Uh, individuality. You don't do everything as a couple. You still have time for yourself. Mm. Okay. I think that's really important for me. I yeah. I can't be with nobody who's like. All up under you, all the yeah, time. Yeah, but not only that, but like wouldn't allow me going back to what we were talking about again. Like mm. not allowing the other person to have identity outside of mm. of your relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, like you I was a person before I came into this right, relationship. You, you, I'm gonna be a person inside the relationship. Damn and, right. and you, out. Can't, you can't just have that relationship define your whole entire being. Because once you realize the relationship ain't going as great then you're like i'm not doing this great then what how does that work it's only one aspect of you you know exactly and that's why people be in their feelings when (laughs) when um like the children go off to college and Mm. there's they're like who's this person that i help raise these kids with i'm not in a relationship with them and then it's like or who I am I um, outside of being a mother because being a mother has consumed my identity and, or being in a relationship consumed my identity. Like, mm. you got and, and that goes into, and this will be a topic for another episode, but um, where you put yourself as far as the order of important people in your life, and it's like you should always be first. Number one. Some people may say God is first, but I don't. Numero uno. Yeah, I don't believe that so you can have that but you need to be before everybody else 
God may be coming That's before right. you, but you need to be before everybody else. Um, because if you don't have anything to give, you won't be able to give anything to anybody. Pretty much straight up. Can't pour from an empty cup. Uh, pushing each other to grow in the right direction together. I like this one. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and I, this reminds me of what I said about growth. And I was like, with your relationships, first off, it can be one person thinks that they are the way they are. There is no change. There is no growth. That's just who they are. And then the other person believes in growing. So then you have this, mm-hmm. a stunted relationship. Because if that person isn't growing and you constantly are... Just go ahead. Write, write the book. Go ahead. Write it for me. I know, right? So so there's that. Did I take that from you? Is that what you're saying? No. We going to co-author it, so... I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I if just you need look to write back it. at an old podcast, you'll literally see my hands doing this. Oh, really? <laughs> he inspires growth. <laughs> You make me look at things different. So anyways, so you got the stunted growth. Um, so now you have two individuals who both believe in growing. Level but up. you could be growing apart instead of growing individually and together. There you go. You got it. I learned from the lesson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Daddy Gracie's. So yeah. So you got to be growing individually but together. Yeah, that's what it's really all about, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, mutual trust is her last one. Mutual trust. Yeah, uh, trust is a big one out here. It's so easily broken. That's the problem. So, uh, it takes a while to develop trust, especially for somebody who's been hurt before. Mm-hmm. And then once it's broken, it it's... It's not worth it to break trust. So I would say if you can in every un- in every intentional way, make sure that you're not trying to like, you know, intentionally be like you're cheating and you're doing certain things that you know is gonna negatively Lying. affect Yeah, negatively affect your relationship. <laughs> because with somebody who's already been I hurt in that way, in it's gonna take them a really long time to recover or uh, to get that trust back. Mm-hmm. Now there may be un- unintended consequences where you didn't understand the impact of your actions, mm-hmm. and it was unintended uh, in regards to your yeah to your knowledge. Those things can happen in life, and that's just going to be something you have to deal with and learn to grow through. But in terms of the intentional ones, you just have to stay away from them. And if those things are still pulling and tugging at you, you need to do some self work to figure out why. Hmm. <sighs> yeah, because the mistrust will will fuck things up mm-hmm. forever. Mm-hmm. Forever. You cannot have a relationship without trust. Trust and communication. Relationships don't really exist or function without them. Mm-hmm. Like the other ones, you can work on. But the trust and the communication, like, I mean, you can work on communication, too, but it depends on when you come to therapy. <laughs> right. If you're coming to me, like, as the last right leg of that relationship. Premarital counseling before you get deep into the relationship. Because it's hard to backtrack through years of history. Anyways. <laughs> 
so I found an article. It's called Seven Ingredients of a Healthy Relationship. Is your relationship healthy? And it's by Margaret Paul, PhD. And it's on uh, HuffPost.com. So the first one is emotional. Sorry. Emotional responsibility. Okay. So kind of what we're talking about. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, they also talk about um, people tend to want their partner to make them happy, but no. as Will Smith said to Jada, yes. I, I give up. You go figure out what makes you happy, and you come back here happy. You tell me. You prove to me that that shit is even possible. <laughs> I love that shit. Will Smith, man, fucking icon. Mm-hmm. And it's because happiness, again, another emotion, that is your shit. You got to figure that out. While somebody can add to it, they can't bring it entirely. Where they do that at? Communication. <laughs> uh, kindness, acceptance, compassion, and empathy. Ooh, so this would be kind of like what I was talking about, like the outside of the love piece where it's like you really want mm-hmm. the best for someone. Mm-hmm. It's like really accepting them and loving them for all that they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that piece right there. That that special piece where you just you really are invested in that person as a human being, their spirit, their entity, them. Mm-hmm. Like you want the best for them no matter what the situation. Mm-hmm. That shit's special. That shit is true. Mm. Warmth, affection, connection, laughter, and fun. Yes. All that. I love that shit. <laughs> I need that in a relationship. I need some, yeah. <laughs> I need some laughter. Mm. Got to have it. Yes. Uh, enjoy time together and time apart. Well, yeah, that, that goes back into the inv- individuality. Um, learning through conflict. Mm. Mm. So talking about the conflict piece, but being able to not only move past it and in a way that's effective with your communication but also learning a lesson from it so as to not make the same mistakes and get into the same type of disagreements mm. Mm. and grow from it. Yeah, how many times they be arguing over the same the goddamn same thing? The same goddamn thing. It's like, y'all ain't <laughs> learned shit from it. That's why. Y'all ain't resolve it either. <laughs> y'all, again, y- y'all probably just trying to argue mm-hmm. and trying to communicate, not to really understand, but to be heard. Mm-hmm. Scoring points again. So you're seeing, again, these things are interconnected mm-hmm. and you're starting to see patterns like just with us talking. Yeah. These are the things that just keep going on and on and on mm-hmm. and it gets passed down from generation the, to generation. And related to one another. Yeah. So. Trust that you support each other's highest good. Joy for each other's joy. Oh, hell yeah. Now, joy for um, another's joy is called compersion and that is big in the polyamorous community. To have joy for another's joy. So it's, again, truly being happy for that person outside of yourself. You're happy that they're happy, even if you didn't cause the happiness. Uh, spark, physical, emotional, and intellectual. So I think it's talking about that connection. Yeah, that fire! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's all that she has. That's all she wrote. Mm-hmm, all she wrote. All right, so we're going to do interview date questions another time because um, we're Cause running we out of time. time. <laughs> <laughs> and interview date questions are basically how to uh, know that you're going into a healthy Oh, yeah, y'all going to love this shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We about to hook y'all up with some actual questions yes. to put 
not put your date on the spot, but to actually truly get to know your date on a mm-hmm. level that will tell you what you need to know about his or her frame of mind when it comes to relationships so that you're not going into it all blind mm-hmm. no no you're going into it knowing exactly what you need to focus on and exactly what they bring to the table even if it ain't shit you gonna know <laughs> so check out one of the other episodes that we're gonna do in the healthy relationship series i'm not sure where we're gonna put that yet because we're supposed to do it today <laughs> so we'll yeah, figure we that got out. a lot to talk about when oh it comes my god to this stuff, yeah so. but it's all good stuff so yeah. definitely tune in and like, share please share because we want to get these messages out to yeah. as many people, especially out in the black community. Yes. We tell need your brothers, tell your sisters. We need better relationships. If, they're, if you know somebody that's having relationship problems. No, if you know somebody in a relationship. <laughs> yeah, honestly, for real. Because you don't always see what's going on outside. You know? So true. If you know somebody in a relationship, share this, send them this video. If you're on Facebook, um, you can send them live. If, share the podcast. Share the podcast. So if we're going to every pretty much every platform share it let them hear about what we're talking about and see if some of the stuff that we just talked about just now Mm -hmm. applies to them because it might just and most likely will exactly and again this is a series like we have a lot to say yeah we're also therapists like marriage and family it's like you're getting free therapy advice right now so the tools you're getting the tools so and don't even have to go to therapy (laughs) still go (laughs) yeah you still should but at least check it out because it may open your mind and maybe that will be the spark that leads you to actually changing and thus changing the relationships that you have in your life. That makes your life better. And for that, check out our therapy series. (laughs) All right. So I mentioned one aspect of what people think are included in healthy relationships and that's fighting and having arguments. What would the other piece that we came up with be as far as what people think are healthy relationships, but they are not? Hmm. Other things that they think are just healthy. Look down. I just, just look down. I know. I want to think of one that's off, off the list. Uh, well, we, we had that. Okay. Yeah. Um, the other one would be power dynamics, which goes into like the whole gender roles, which we're going to probably talk about. We're going to do later. a separate episode on that. Yeah. Um, power dynamics. Yeah, that's another one that's going to take a long time. So, because we got issues now. We, we got <laughs> we got so many things to talk about when it comes to these relationships because we need help. Mm-hmm. We really do. But yeah, power dynamics, gender roles, communication. All right. So the one thing people think are are part of healthy relationships because I heard a couple which is concerning because they're a prominent black couple who do a lot of like social media and talks and things like that and they talk about Mm. relationships and they said like when they were talking to like elders who have been married 40 50 years Mm -hmm. that all part of their relationships somebody had an affair and that was just a part of relationships and i say that is bullshit that is not a healthy relationship just because you've been together 40 years and somebody cheated does not mean you got through it doesn't mean that's a healthy relationship watch oh, his voice just changed to the old lady <laughs> you got through it i was in my feelings because <laughs> i'll be damned no she, it's like she got turned into somebody who was with somebody for 40 years <laughs> maybe that's the answer for speaking <laughs> through me <laughs> <laughs> anyways but um 
<laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that shit. And I was like, are you fucking, like, you have a huge platform. Why the fuck are you telling people that cheating is a normal part of relationships? No. See, it's the problem with cheating. Uh, you're deceiving. You're lying. You're trying to betraying. get over your You're betraying your partner. It's real simple. Like, you should not be trying in any way to deceive your partner and hurt them in that way. You're betraying them. It's, it's, you're limiting the trust and the bond between the two of you, literally. So you're lying. You're admitting. You're being secretive. Like So you know you're in the wrong. Yeah. So, and that goes into, well, why is that not a part of healthy relationship? It's not a part of a healthy relationship because if your needs were not getting met, you needed to communicate that to your partner. And if it's communication. And if it didn't, if it wasn't working and you had, say, more sexual needs and you needed to get those needs met elsewhere and your partner was not okay with it, then you shouldn't be together. Like, communicate. Maybe they are okay with you being with other people. They just don't want to hear about it. That's another thing. But damn, you communicated. There are so many relationships with women who know and they don't, they don't say anything. Yeah. But they, I'm sure if you actually came to them and was respectful about it, things would go a lot better. They wouldn't have so much self-loathing about it and mm-hmm. questioning and all those other things that are formulating in their mind and all that stuff. So and that goes into that's what I mean by fucking them up. Yeah, when you're d- deceiving them and betraying. Or back in the day with singers and stuff, and the baby would be dropped off on the doorstep because the mama couldn't take care of it. So now the mama or the wife of the singer is now raising somebody else's child. I feel like that was Ray Charles. But <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's wildly specific. <laughs> yeah, I was drawing an image, but um, <laughs> in my head. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I, I think they got the picture. <laughs> Y'all remember the scene <laughs> in the movie? But um, I'm like, damn, where the I th- I don't know if I I know this general <laughs> reference. Like, they ain't so general. But <laughs> po- okay, so cheating can happen in polyamorous relationships. And again, mm-hmm. we'll we'll be doing another polyamory episode within or ethical non monogamy episode within the healthy relationship series to show as a different way of having relationships because you got to find your own way. But anyways, um, yeah, cheating can happen in polyamorous relationship, but that's not okay because, again, it's still betrayal. The point of polyamory is open, honest, transparency, and communicate. Like, no, you're supposed to tell people. <laughs> all right, it all comes down to being open and honest because that's what builds healthy rela- relationships. Yeah. Healthy connections are built on that, that trust. So if you didn't communicate that your needs were not being met and you just went outside and got them met, like, nah, that's... Because there's so many things that can come with that. Like, you're putting your other partner or partners mm-hmm. in danger because uh, they don't know who the other person was. And the other person, you don't really know that relationship because if they were honest, they would you would probably be honest with them and everybody would know about that relationship. Yeah. Then that trust would be at least more likely to be reasonable and, and everybody to get along. But mm-hmm. no way would they trust that person. And you probably know that, which is why you're going out. So it's like, it all you know you're in the wrong, basically. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows they're in the wrong, no matter what you're saying, whether you're in a poly relationship, whether you're in a uh, uh, singular relationship, mm-hmm. whether you're, whatever your relationship dynamic may be, it mm-hmm. it's always comes down to you not being truthful, open, honest, and trustful. And communication. Gotta be able to know yourself and communicate those needs. 
and that's why it doesn't make it a part of a healthy relationship because you are not communicating. And then, okay, even if you communicate, your your partner gotta be okay with it. <laughs> you know, right. like you, you can't, can't be like, all right, baby, uh, I need some more sex. Like all that. Right, that, that reminded me of enough when she knew he was cheating, but she was not okay with it at all. With Jennifer Lopez, mm. she was like, I can smell her on you. Damn, yo, you you uh you throwing back these movies, huh? I like relationship movies. <laughs> I mean, Ray Charles, I wouldn't call that a relationship movie, but I got you. It had a lot of relationships in there. <laughs> that that leads us to our point, I guess. All things are relationship, you know? Yes. So. We said that, what, last week on the Therapy Series episode? You damn right we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so I want to end the show today with what are examples of healthy relationships? Because, again, parents are our first teachers, so what was your example? We can talk about what my example is and then what are general examples of healthy relationships within the black community, if we can. So mine would be short because it's my parents. <laughs> they were a great example of a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was a good balance between the two of them when it came to work uh, and life dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, they knew their roles, they knew their strengths and they really stuck to them. Um, but they weren't afraid to let the other person venture out, especially going into their older age and into retirement, to really explore and express and find themselves and be able to be, you know, comfortable with the other person doing the same. Uh, so I really appreciate that. Those are some of the things on the list that we talked about, and they modeled a lot of those things that I liked and love and would like to continue going forward into my future relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they be romantic or otherwise. There's mm-hmm. a lot of respect mm-hmm. and equality in that relationship that I admire. So that is for sure my one when it comes to personal um, yeah. model for a relationship. So I didn't have one. My parents were great in the parenting. Mm-hmm. But, but not so much in the not in their relationship. relationship. Like I learned that arguments were normal. I learned that extreme opposites are together sometimes like they were not the same similar at all and then i felt conflicted because i felt like bent down the middle i'm logical planner but i'm also a free spirit artistic spontaneous person like you know (laughs) so it's like that was my mom the artistic like my mom was right brain my dad was left brain and it's like you was the one in (laughs) saying during the divorce yes but um it was a good thing but um good divorce, not her going insane. Yeah. <laughs> and I try to be explaining that to my dad, but that's his own stuff. But yeah, so I saw that and how it wasn't working. And then they didn't communicate their needs. Cause when I was learning about love languages and shit, I was like, yo, this your problem, one of your problems right here <laughs> is is because mom's is acts of service. Dad doesn't do a single act of service. Dad's is words of affirmation. Mom puts dad down. Like, it's literally the opposite of what you need, you know? So I didn't learn it from them. So this is where I would say movies came in mm. and or TV shows. And I would say The Cosby Show. Mm. I know. This answer didn't age well. I know, it didn't. <laughs> but, that, but that's why when you have, like, no qualms about, like, well, I don't care. I, don't, I wasn't watching it anyway. It was like, nah, this was something crucial Yeah, I for get me. it. Yeah, because we had talked about that where it's like, I ain't give a fuck about yeah. Bill Cosby because I wasn't fucking with his show 
to begin with. Yeah, but, but I, I understand the whole mm-hmm. not only generation, but like my generation too. Yeah, that grew up watching that. And it's like it's that. So crazy. I skipped over that and I just went to a different world. <laughs> yeah, that. I mean, I like that too. But um, what the fuck is Kylie Who wrote this? <laughs> and I mean, Claire and Cliff. You know, they. I don't remember them arguing at each other. They were able to talk mm. stuff out. Mm. They were able to still be funny and intimate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I see what you mean. You know? So it's like, that was my first real example of healthy, a healthy black relationship. And and some of the other black TV sitcoms, I got them too. Not always. <laughs> but um, but some of the other ones where it was a married couple. Um I was I was thinking back to Martin, but I was like, they had some crazy times. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, I feel like there's some lack of communication sometimes. <laughs> and some other stuff. You know, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's funny, but not healthy. Nah, not something to model after, you, you know, know, something to laugh at. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Because you know you're wrong. But, <laughs> you go. but yeah, so, I think that's where, um, the biggest like healthy example role model that I got. Um, and outside of that, it was like what not to do for my parents and, um, just exploring what I wanted. And it was trial and error. Honestly. Um, I went through bad choices and relationships and partners. And I said, the fuck, I want to experience this. (laughs) I want to be with someone who treats me with respect. So I'm going to put that as my standard and not accept anything less. Well, look, I got that. Oh, I want someone with similar values. Let me make sure I have someone with similar values. Oh, okay, got that, you know. So, what was I going to say after that? It left me. <laughs> um, That's other examples. Similar values. Um, and this goes into the interview date questions that we'll do in another episode can't in the Healthy Series. That. I can't wait. Um, The Healthy Relationship Series. Uh, Cause again, I don't. Okay, I love first date questions. I don't take time, like I have to put time and energy into dates. I'm not wasting my time. Like I know what I want because I know myself. Know what I want. So I'm gonna ask you to see where you're at, to know if I want to continue this or not. Um, how did I learn about healthy relationships? Um, so yeah, studying my past, but it was also in therapy too. I was learning. I mm-hmm. mean, in school and grad school, I was learning so much. About what a healthy <laughs> relationship was. It's too much. It was way too much. Like, I, we had a couples and sex class, right? And they said if you went into the class in a relationship, there was like a 90% yeah, chance say that. that you would not be it. in the relationship once you left the class. Right. <laughs> right. It was like you either broke up or got married. That was, that was, oh, yeah, it, yeah. you know, because it's so like right. you learned that much in that class. Like, jeez. And it's like, you either going to make it or not. Because your partner either, because you're growing in school. So if you're in a relationship, the other person is not growing at your speed and or you is there. you feel that shit. Yeah. You can feel so the e- lack of growth. So it's either the partner is willing to change or it's a wrap. And that's another thing that I learned from grad school is like, because I'm teaching this in my profession, because I'm putting energy towards other people in my profession, I cannot come home and deal with this shit. I'm not, I can't come home and teach this shit. You got to know it. I got to come home to my place of peace. So I uh, really don't have time for this shit. Like, no, no, that's for real. Yeah. That's for real. Though. Cause no, 
Because that would that would fuck up. <laughs> you just hit it right on the uh, the nail right on the head with saying, we do it all throughout the day. Who has time to go home to the same thing? That would drain all of my energy. Because then I you got to go back into 24, work. Yeah, 24 <laughs> hours, I would be depleted. Yeah. Like, I need peace. That means you check your shit. Don't put it on me. <laughs> and let us communicate. Peace over petty. Mm. <laughs> my, I love it. Peace over petty. Peace over petty. I reclaim my peace. Reclaiming my peace? <clears throat> Excuse me. Reclaiming my peace. <laughs> But all right, I think that's it for today. Yep, that's a wrap, people. So I've had so much fun doing this Healthy Relationship yes, Series episode with you. It's only getting better from here. Yes, I'm so excited for all the things we have to say. Yo. Good God, we got a lot. <laughs> I don't know how many parts this is going to be. We got to figure that out. We're going we gonna to make it work. But definitely share this. Share, share, we share. We want to hear from y'all. And subscribe. Let us know that you're listening. Yes. Um, we want to make sure that this touches as many couples out there and individuals before you get into a relationship so yeah. that way you're understanding yourself right and so what you need sh- share this and and like let people know especially if, if you are concerned about certain people getting into relationships mm-hmm. <laughs> but just in general share this i think a lot of people could benefit from the things that we're talking about because we're breaking it down in a way i think a lot of uh, people can hear mm-hmm. um because they don't have access to therapy like that yeah. unfortunately because we don't got nothing for all Political series coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yes, share it far and wide. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So thank you so much for listening to It's So Real. What's your girl, Rocky? And your boy, oh. You have a beautiful Sunday. Take care of you. We out. Peace. Peace.